ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Cliches fly like some sort of pig, skibbity bobbity, like a metaphor gone wrong. Heady wampus, heady wampus, like growing gravity gaining ground. <laughs> Too much alliteration, this isn't a tongue twister. Skibbity Too much assonance, this isn't a children's song. And yet I sit, and yet I stare. At this human zoo While trying to desperate To be deep with verse Skippy Papa she dang bank Ernest Bork nine A fungus he fungus he can't go Spapa did double the higgle the biggle the old caddy wampus Zippity doobity de dappa de zappa ye kappa yeah yeah playing man where is my daddy tell me where is my daddy with that big long sliding thing a skibbity bebop who's that a whoop de doo <laughs> guess what america we love you call dog soup uh, <laughs> we're back we're back so Sean, guys Winter- Sean, when did you write that poem? I didn't write that fucking poem. Okay, you can't you, you can't sure? convince me that I did. Are you sure, you didn't write that poem. You sent this it this morning. I think you wrote that poem. This was definitely you, written by Sean, like wearing a beret in a coffee shop, like in two thousand four, two thousand seventeen. Because there, I mean, I'll give you a fedora instead of the beret if that helps. What about one of those like taxi cab <laughs> driver hats where like. The bill is like glued to the top of the hat that's pulled down. That Franklin. What? That's a that's a that's a Kango. Okay, um, thank I you. I think thank you're you. describing a Tamershan. Um Bruce Arenas. <laughs> you're just making um, a Bruce Arenas <laughs> is not a hat. Are those characters <laughs> wears, on taxi? What are you talking he about? He is known for wearing Bruce Arenas <laughs> is known for much. wearing a Kango. <laughs> commonly called in my household. A piss cutter. (laughs) (laughs) Known by the rest of the world as a cheese cutter. Hankins emailed uh, this week's cold dog soup submission to Creel and I. Early this morning, I was driving. I was about to leave from Birmingham to Montgomery. And I read this and I was like, I don't think. I was (laughs) under the impression that we were going to get back into, into my shit. And I was like, I don't think. I wrote this, but this isn't a tongue twister, too much alliteration, mm-hmm. too much assonance. Mm-hmm. Seems mm-hmm. like something I would write, but it's definitely not. Mm-hmm. It is not you, Sean. I, I was convinced God. that I could make you Thank believe God. that you did write it. Um, 
but it is not you. Um, I was just, I said, you know what? Let's try something a little bit. After the savaging that I've felt last time <laughs> when By I the boss lady. did that awful, terrible song of mine, I said, you know what? May I need to reevaluate how I handle this. Right. Can, that can hurts Creel so and I can Creel and I have an you opportunity absolutely, to discuss that? Absolutely. You can right now before we get into this other thing. I'm just gonna lay back and I'm gonna cover up. I'm gonna get in the fetal position and I'm just gonna let you guys kick yourselves out to your tired. Mm. Um I didn't think it was that bad. You're wrong. <laughs> what was the line? So I, I, I don't, I, I didn't take Mm-mm. notes, but I, and, and I'm just thinking of this now. Mm. This is how good we are at, at doing this. I, I really like the line where you were like adding up percentage points. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love I, that do time I, mathematics. Do Do I have the text in front of me? Did you ever email that? Nah, to me? I don't think you do. I think I just sent it to Cassie. Because um, I wanted a few, it's, it, it, it adds up to a uh, hundred. So there's, I think it's I only miss you forty four percent of the time. If I missed you the other fifty six, I'd go out of my mind or something. That's good. Terrible. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. It's not and, good. It is not good. I'm not going to let you drag me into your trap so that you can later spring it on me and tell me how bad it is. You're not going to get me on that one. Just building up uh, friendship capital here. Um, if, if, if you would like to revisit Hankin's second piece in Cold Dog Soup, that's episode 20. Don't. Entitled don't. Don't worry Bre- about it. Breakfast at fine. Hankin's. Um, our executive <laughs> producer, Cassie Read More, Read More, is... Should we actually also explain why we always repeat her? Nope. We should not. Great. great we great, great, should great. not do that's, that. That's something for the fans. Something for the uh, the Cold Dog wiki uh, that, uh, that, that the fans create uh, years from now. Um, I, I For, she almost ruined the entire podcast by the first line she said to me was, was this written when you were in deep blue something? Because <laughs> to that point, I had never connected those two things. I had never put together that that song was a complete ripoff of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Did not, it never crossed my mind. And what's even funnier is like Breakfast at Tiffany's is a song that we used to make fun of all the time. And in the chorus, we would say, um, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? And she said, wrecked them, damn near killed them, which is a punchline <laughs> to an old joke. <laughs> um, and I was, I was, I'm rarely ever at a loss for words. But when she hit me with that, I was like, oh my God, she's 100% right. I and, equate. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I always equate breakfast with Tiffany's with a uh, Delamitri's roll to me, which I think your your breakfast at Hankins is more like. Ugh. But Ugh. Song, songs in the '90s had had a had a very there was like a pattern of just detailing a conversation, and that was the chorus. And I said, "What about breakfast yep. at Tiffany's?" She said, "I think and I she remember said, the film." Wrecked them, then and just I, yes, recall, I recall. I think. Thank we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. One imagine thing. Writing that do, 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 do. And imagine writing that down and saying, oh, yeah, I could definitely sing this in a lyric. I mean, that sounds like filler lyrics that you're, you're recording this thing. You just want to get the track laid down and you're trying to work out the melody. And so you're just kind of, you're just kind of freelancing. You're, you're, you're just doing your thing. You're skibbity 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 skibbity. And that's what comes out because you're recalling a conversation, and somehow the <laughs> the engineer forgets to take that out of the final version. We will get to assonance in a second, but I have a couple more things to say about 
Deep Blue Something's breakfast. Get after it. Get after it. You you have earned this, dude. You have earned this. Imagine if you will earn this. Imagine if you will a breakup. Let let's (laughs) a breakup between let's say John and Jane, and Jane is like, dig if you will a breakup. (laughs) That's a better song. Um, Jane saying, listen, honey, I you know. But by the way, first of all, uh, thank you for meeting me here. Um, I uh, you look like Kramer. (laughs) (laughs) That episode can be found on uh, episode eighteen of Cold Dog Soup. Detest and Kramer. Um, Imagine somebody saying, "Look, we 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 don't have anything in common, um, and that's very important to me." Look, we've been we've been doing this for for six months. Um, we've known each other for a while. Let's just stop. Let's just call it quits before you know we're in too deep, blue something, and we actually you know end up wasting years of our lives. Tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. And this motherfucker, John, says, "Well, we both like <laughs> this back, the Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? Right. We like that movie, right? Right." And remember, Jane, and Jane remember is, when they're at Tiffany's eating breakfast? And Jane is like, it's 1993. Do you know how fucking old <laughs> the movie Breakfast, breakfast at, at Tiffany's, Tiffany's is? <laughs> That's like saying... It's not even that good. It's probably not. I can't say that I've ever watched the entire thing. I certainly haven't. <laughs> I certainly have not. I've seen clips, but not the full thing. Top to bottom. I have seen Sabrina because Harrison Ford was in the remake, and I was like, "Never mind." I, we're we're talking about assonance here. Assonance. Assonance. <laughs> talking about assonance, assonance, which was a word I had to look up because I was like, "Did this guy just make up a word?" Because that'd be great if he did. Because I know a guy who does that. Surely Sean wrote this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I realized, no, it's not. It's a real word. Um, and I was like, that, and, and that that's the whole point. I picked that poem was mm-hmm. this particular well, thing does a it. lot tell of things you uh they're you know simple google search for bad poetry um and reddit will provide there are several subreddits that are just dedicated to bad poems um and that one was posted there uh that someone had found it they did not credit anyone's so it was just posted there so this came from reddit um, my suspicion is that person wrote it and was hoping that people say, no, dude, this doesn't belong here. This is really good. <laughs> it's what I, again, the Sean Majors movie. The Sean Majors experience. Um, yeah, that is the full Majors experience. So I, I, I'm just reading it like, this thing does so many things that I hate. Um, it's sort of self-referential. It's a poem about a poem, mm-hmm. which is problematic. Uh-huh. Um, it uses the word assonance, which nobody would ever use in a poem because it is a term that describes a uh, a sound trick that happens in poems. Um, it'd be like fucking Picasso or somebody just painting the words optical illusion and putting that up. Like, here it is, optical illusion. Um, and it, it just infuriated me. <laughs> the... <clears throat> The beginning, the beginning starts like it. The beginning sounds like the beginning of like a Doctor Fiunke's one hundred percent natural good time family band solution song from Arrested Development. Like, <laughs> like it sounds like they're gonna go into promoting like Timacil or some other fictional pharmaceutical. Fictional pharmaceutical, of course, another great band name. Absolutely. 
Um, not unlike the Sean Majors experience. So <laughs> let's 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 get into this. Uh, do you mind if I do the honors? Go do do you think? Okay. Cliches fly like some sort of pig, like a metaphor gone wrong, <sighs> like growing gravity graining, gaining ground. Mm, too much alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit. This is exactly right there. Shit. This is exactly. This is exactly what. Yes, yes. I'm surprised I did not write this song. Uh, exactly. It's just like Hankins pointed out. The it's something that I dislike about written works, particularly is a poem about a poem, or a book mm-hmm. about a book, or mm-hmm. a screenplay about a screenplay. Mm-hmm. It rarely goes well. Like or a the only thing I can think. Podcast about poems. Yeah, a podcast <laughs> about a podcast. It rarely um, goes well. <laughs> <laughs> like the only thing I can think that really works is, uh, like it's Thirty Rock was a TV show within a TV show. Like sometimes yes. it hits, but a lot of times you have to be a genius. Night. You have yes. to be absolutely yes. genius. Uh, Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip. You have to be so good at what you do. Right. Um, and it takes it takes motion. characters. Right. <laughs> you know what? I take that back. You're right. That was a good show. <laughs> Hankins, what do you is know going on here? Hey, Hankins, do you know what we're talking about with the Joe Schmo show? Absolutely. Well, it came on after wrestling, so obviously. It came oh on my Spike. God. You're right. You're right. Creel and I Creel and I were rooming uh at University of Alabama at the time, Roll Tide. And we this was, of course, before the days of TiVo and DVR, or maybe not before the days, we just didn't have one. But we made sure that we were watching, like, whatever, <laughs> the USA Network or whatever channel it was on at, you know, 9, 9 p.m. on Mondays or something like that. By the way, this this show had Kristen Wiig on it. It had it was uh, produced by the guy who plays uh, cr- uh, Rickety Cricket from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. This was a good show. The Joe Schmo Show was a. Uh, uh, <laughs> Are you okay, Creel? You're was, not ready. You're not ready to say it, it was a good show. It, in retrospect, it's not very good, but an, at the time, it's very entertaining. When there wasn't much media to go go along, like YouTube yeah. really wasn't wasn't there. Netflix wasn't yeah. there. It was there to be consumed, and, and we consumed it. It's, it was we like a buffet. Like well, and, I know, looking back on it. All of Joe Schmo's dialogue, Joe himself, was just that guy from our favorite To Catch a Predator. <laughs> what? Was. No, no way. No uh, way. Now, to, to recap what Joe Schmo was, it was a reality show where one guy was didn't know it was a reality show. Or, no, it was... Everyone else was fake. He was the only real person, and so they you yeah. know, did stuff to trick him and was he not in it him and whatnot. Joe Schmo was not in on it. I thought the entire no, thing was No, he was fake. not in it. No, no, Joe Schmo was playing it straight. Oh, shit, that makes it even better. Sorry, Creel, continue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, just to get back to, to refocus this on the poem, very rarely does that sort of gimmick work. And uh-uh. Well, before here... we do that, Creel, I will say that... Um, <laughs> I will say that 83% of users on IMDb disagree with you. Uh, Joe Schmo Show has an 8.3 out of 10. On TV.com, it has an 8.1 out of 10. Please, please, let's get back to the poem. All right, but back to the poem. Uh, it just doesn't work. It, at least, like like Hankin said, you have to be a genius, I don't know, like Tina Fey, to, to pull it off. And and the author of this poem is no Tina Fey. More God, like I Tina, Tina Fey didn't write this. 
Cliches fly like some sort of pig. Makes me want to punch a wall. It's it so, is just it's 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 forcing it so much. It is forcing it so much, and it's one of those things like you know that they felt so smart. Like nobody's going to get this right off, and then they're going to think about it later. It's kind of like that joke <laughs> that you hear, and then you wake up laughing at night. <laughs> well, can can you explain it to me? Because when something when you think of a pig flying, it's something that doesn't happen that often, or. Rarely mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, so cliches, so this person is saying the cliches, cliches never rarely, happen. Cliches rarely. Cliches fly. rarely happen. <laughs> I would like say cliches rarely fly. Like cliches rarely work. <laughs> not unlike exactly. Not unlike the first line of this poem. Oh. <laughs> and then he comes back and tells us, "Well, it's kind of like a metaphor gone wrong," which it is. It's not like it. It is a metaphor gone yeah, wrong. Yeah, simile <laughs> uses like or as. This is just <laughs> which again. Well, maybe this is this is building upon itself. Is he I'm... doing that? Is he or she doing that? A simile is like or as, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah, so that is a metaphor gone wrong. I'm going to say two for two, first two lines. Yeah, me too. This is really building into something. <laughs> and then the and next line is, like, growing gravity, gaining ground, that too much meaningless. alliteration. That is a meaningless... No, but it's setting you up for the next there. line, though. And actually, yes, just the, to get to the alliteration. The author, the author the fucks it up, punch. though, because, like, I understand, you know... it. It's it's not a perfect line because you to be really really good alliteration there you're gonna need gate the word the third word to also have a gr not just g. Well, no, but the Sean, gravity is gaining. Maybe you didn't know that's assonance. <laughs> that is some assonance. It is the assonance is here, there, and everywhere all through the poem. Jack assonance. And he does that one time and then labels it too much. He makes one line that's alliteration and assonance and says, no, no, this is too much, dude. It's too much. In, it's my, too much. in the eight lines of this poem, I got to pull this back because our percentages are off. <laughs> so I so, think I'm, I, I'm like Sean. I, I, I think that Tina Fey may have written this, that this is the work of a <laughs> genius. Don't remember saying oh, that. Oh, God, it happened. How did he do it? <laughs> no, How did he so, do it again? <laughs> so, cliches fly like some sort of pig, like a metaphor gone wrong, like grab, like growing gravity, gra- gaining ground, too much alliteration. This isn't a tongue twister. Too much assonance. This isn't a children's song. And yet I sit, and yet I stare at this human zoo while trying desperate to be deep with verse. Oh, that's so deep. So, all of, <laughs> is that is that a snap applause? Oh, that was the snaps. So, what I don't understand is half, the first half of the poem is about poetry and stuff, and then he just uh huh start here. Which just, is what we should have called this podcast <laughs> about poetry and stuff. <laughs> the Joe Schmo Show show show. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Talking talking schmo with Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Um, yeah, I I, I I don't understand why the second half of the poem is just like. I think he's I think the way I read trying it, trying to write the poem. Yeah, the way I read it is the first one is he's trying to put some the pen to the papyrus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, slice of papyrus. And then he's like, oh, this, and then he like almost throws it away, and he's just like, I'm just gonna sit here and try to figure out. I'm gonna restart. I'm gonna reboot this, and that's the end. He starts something, done. he stops it, throws it away, and 
refocuses his, his energies. So well, I do I think like that's, how, the, that's what I get. I do like how the author is so um, critical of growing gravity, gaining ground, being too much alliteration, and uh, tongue twister being too much assonance. Yet he uh, does not use the proper adverb when he says trying desperate to be deep with verse. Should be saying trying desperately. I think that's par for the course in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, also no, no, no. I think I think it's it's purposeful. I think uh, it's while trying. Take a breath. Desperate to be deep. If that's verse. what the author meant, there should have been a line break. No, no, no. You got to read into it, man. You got to get in there. You got to be deep within the verse to get it. It's I get not a it. children's song, Sean. No, it has this punctuation is, this and one thing is and clear. Your little fruity that, little apples and whoa, bumblebees whoa, buzzing whoa, around. Whoa! You got to get in deep, man. You got to get in deep. You got to put your hands in the soil. Um, <laughs> a a a a podcast podcast that we're podcast buddies with Decomposition Pod um, likes to say that the uh, one of their uh, least favorite rhymes is "girl" and "world." Um, which I believe was in your your song last week, Hankins. One of my least favorite, probably one of my least favorite uh, terms in this this poem and many others is the term "human zoo." Oh yeah, that's bad. That's a bad. It's line. not. It's not used a lot, but like it's so stupid and heavy handed. It's like man. It's like who's looking at who? Am I right? Yeah, the rat race, <laughs> man. Keeps spinning around. Always trying to get that cheddar. Who's looking at who? It's like like one rat saying to the other, I sure am tired of this human race. Huh? Get it? Get it? Huh? Yeah, it's bad. Everything about it's bad. And it reminded me of many other bad things that I hate. For some reason, after reading this, I don't know why, but what it called to mind when um, this will happen at award shows. Oftentimes, when fucking Fiona, but when Apple someone comes is out. trying to, <laughs> well, I think we covered that pretty <laughs> well. <laughs> Go with your thing. Um <laughs> But when they take, say, this, let's say they're doing an introduction for Bob Dylan, and they just start using Dylan song titles to make some poem, I right. get physically angry anytime I hear that trope. I despise it. So it's kind of like despise it. We were going down Highway sixty one, sixty one, and we ran into a girl from the North Country. Like a Rolling Stone, we went past, (laughs) driving through the flats in a Cadillac car. (laughs) Yes, that that thing. Like right now, saying that, I've clenched my fist and I'm punching the air. It is infuriating to me. It is cheap. It is dumb, and it's never exciting. And then some people will love it, and they'll be like, "Oh, that was great." No, you're an idiot. They're saying the titles of his words. They're saying the titles at, of the thing. At I, Sean's funeral, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that out. I'm gonna do the eulogy, and I'm just gonna only use titles of his works. <laughs> I like that and a lot. Gonna, it's, Can you use titles of Third Eye Blind songs instead? <laughs> no, oh, I, I can try. No. I can try. You know, folks, the damn thing's called rodeo. He <laughs> did have friends in low places, and we are some of them. But he was like when the thunder rolled. And now he's on the, and the river sticks. He's on the river. <laughs> and yes, he could have missed all this, but he would have had to miss 
the dance. And because he and I were two of a kind working on a full house. <laughs> Pretty good. You know what, Hankins? You having beef with that reminded me when I have beef when I watch the news and they're like, mm-hmm. hi, you know, I'm I'm Sam Smith. And then, like, his co-anchor isn't there that night. And then Tom Petty and, shows up, like, oh, the fuck, no, you ain't. No, 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 no. But then the main anchor's like, and by the way, uh, Jane has the night off. Like, don't tell me Jane has the night off. I get it. She's not there. I'm not concerned for her. You don't have to reassure me by saying that she has the night off. I get it. We don't immediately think that Jane has been fired or replaced. That's not the first thing I think. Yeah. Oh, it gets gets my blood boiling. Welcome to the 10 o'clock news. I'm Sam Smith. You say I'm crazy. I think you mean you won't back down, Sam. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Tom Petty, and here's the real fucking news. Oh, Tom Petty Coach Junction. Tom Petty showed up in both our podcasts. Oh, uh, he did. Back to back. <laughs> By the way, what we do have, you hate, Sean? I have, mean, I feel like you do all this stuff, so you probably can't hate any of it. <laughs> uh, that hurts. That hurts. Um, I think I think my main beefs are with certain words that are used mm-hmm. um, disconcerted is a big one of mine like just just say like nervous placid or, uh, knocked me off edge like you know placid satiated you use placid a lot you can Ooh, just say satiated. sated you can just say sated you can that's the same word you can it's like I don't like any imp- word that you wouldn't normally use is what it comes down to yeah um like assonance. Some people speak like that. Yeah, assonance isn't a word that ever comes up in conversation unless you're grading a, uh, a poem. That's the only time that would come up. Yeah. Um, just wouldn't happen. I literally had to go look the word. It's like, does that mean asinine? Does that mean? No, it's just some, it's about words sounding the same in a poem. I'm like, well, that's just dumb as shit. That's alliteration. That's, it's like when you mm-hmm. listen to a lot of songs about the road. That gets old very quickly. <laughs> oh, we're out on the road, man. Yeah, I get it. It's bad. It's bad on the road. That's not to say that some of them aren't good. Um, no, but they're all pretty. They're all pretty stupid. Even even Jack Harrow. Uh, hell no, I pretty. Hell bad. no, I ain't happy. As this. Oh, whoa! We can we can do a incredibly long podcast about how much I hate on the road. Really? <laughs> I thought you were about to disagree to, with dis- me. That's a bad despise. book. It's not a good. Could, book. The book is like. 60 pages long, couldn't finish it. Hated everybody and in it. it hated is, every character it in It is book. only worse. It, it, is, it, it is only made worse by, like, I just imagine everybody who owns it is just Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Dang. It, that's what gets me is so many people that I look up to in entertainment or songwriting, they love it. You know, the the ending credits to our football podcast is... Van Morrison, and in that, he talks about reading a lot of Kerouac. And I'm like, I don't get it, guys. It Maybe it's one of those deals where if you if you read it at 14, it feels like that's exactly what you're going through. Yeah. But if you read it later in life, I read it, you know, a few years ago for the first time. I'm like, well, this guy's just an asshole. Probably should just cut his hair and get a job if I had to guess. <laughs> Seems like he's doing all right. <laughs> I, um... I don't like how he's treating that woman. She's yeah. gonna me too his ass. <laughs> also, it it it, I don't know. Just like the the whole culture behind it kind of comes off like people who who think like Bob Dylan's like 
earlier works were too edgy. <laughs> People that stopped listening as soon as he plugged in. Yeah. It's that bunch. Yeah. 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 I think you I think I think it comes it's sort of the Dave Matthews argument, um, which is a bad one, but it, it, it happens. Uh you can't judge the music or the work because of the people that like it. Yeah. And you just hate them. You know, I can't if if they like it, what possibly could be in there? Um I bet I'd really like Arcade Fire if I gave it an honest shot, but I can't get past the people who like that, that band. Yeah. I like the fact that they're in several uh live videos of um David Byrne and uh, St. Vincent. Uh, yeah, of course. Everything goes back to St. Vincent. <laughs> what my I you know what? I'm looking at this poem again. My favorite line is now this isn't a children's song because I I'm, I'm reading that in Dave Chappelle's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think this is a children's song? <laughs> you think right. this is a gay motherfucker? This is real life. <laughs> there is no happy ending, man. You're right. That's what happened in this poem. Is this shit got real? Right? Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm gonna I write this poem. Talking about. Ah, man. That's too much alliteration. Ah, shit. That's too much assonance. This ain't no children's song. This is a human zoo. Y'all ain't ready for this life. I'm in a cage. Exactly. They got uh-huh. me in a cage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I want to hear Denzel Washington as Detective Alonzo Harris in Training God Day. Damn it! I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> this is not a children's song, motherfucker. If you do not smoke, King Kong has a problem. <laughs> If, this is a human zoo. If you don't smoke this, we have a problem. <laughs> you ever had your pen pushed in? Huh? <laughs> you ain't no poet. You ain't no poet till you had your pen pushed in. Oh, I, I had my pen pushed in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like I like when it gets hard like that. Don't be soft. <laughs> Hankins, can we isolate Can we can we isolate Creole saying I like it when it gets hard like that and put That's that the in new our- name of this show is I like it when it gets hard like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Krill uh-huh. after dark. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't like a lot of things. First of all, uh, my stance on poetry already is is questionable. I don't even, I don't know that I've ever read six that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. I'm not saying they're not some that exist that are good. I'm just, just if you're going to do all this, you're going to go through all this trouble, just write some music. Write some music, put some Put a nice melody to it, and I will be fine. This thing here didn't even rhyme. There's not one rhyme in the thing. And there's a place where he could have a rhyme, chooses not to use it. <laughs> so your verdict is a thumbs down on this? My verdict's always a thumbs down, Creel. Oh, that's rough. That is uh, rough. Mine, mine, is, mine is also a thumbs down, but... No, as always. But Sean's giving it that because he didn't write it. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably Garth Brooks. Um, I but with always on cold dog soup, uh, Hankins' vote counts as one. Mm-hmm. My vote counts as one. Absolutely. And Judge Creel. Am being... I the three fifths one? I'm the three fifths out of this. Oh, I'm three fifths. Don't, don't, don't say three fifths. The three fifths. You are three fifths, Creel. You are definitely the three fifths vote. <laughs> As a county renowned poetry judge, you count for three votes. Wow. Well, I think that there's something here. Uh, <laughs> it's a short poem, though. But I do like brevity, so... Brevity is the soul of wit. It is. So as this poem is called Assonance, 
I'm gonna elevate it from assonance to ace <laughs> because it nailed it. It gets an A plus. For an me. A plus. <sighs> I'm gonna say it's the best. It's... it's the best thing we've done. Oh bar my none. god! Bar none. The bar has been raised. Me, oh me, none god. are gonna be above this. Me and Okra. <laughs> if he had graded his tits and assonance, I might have been swayed. That hurts. <laughs> that the best thing we've done. I mean, Tussie Crooks included in it too, Sean. So I'm just as shocked as you are. That's. I mean, this is worse than last episode's. A thousand percent is this worse than <laughs> this is the worst one we've ever done. I am I am oh, downgrading. Come on, come on, come on. Did you write this? I wish. <laughs> Holy shit! I would, did we find I something wish. Judge Grill wrote? <laughs> what was what was the Reddit account? Cat Cat Real. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and Alabama Poetry Judge Three. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there were two more before it. At reddit.com. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. <clears throat> wow, is this worse than anything Sean did? Yes! Are you fucking kidding me? Hold on. Let me let me just run through this, okay? Okay. Six ball roulette, two clock rant, barcode vow, perfect. I forget what Untitled was. That was the one with Garth Brooks at the top. Was that the haiku <laughs> one? No, no, no. The haiku, the haiku was episode four. Bite me and die, Fiona Apple. One way of looking at okay. an egg, and then three haikus. Right. Uh, I am willing. I am willing to stipulate that the haikus are as bad as what we've tackled here today. They are as bad. I don't Tussie, know if they're worse though. Tussie Crook, a- absolutely not worse than. Tussie Crook might possibly be the best that we've we've had. Runaway abdominable fence loses <laughs> points for having a, a a not word an alternate fact word in in its title. Uh, still not worse. Unsure, trapped in the closet, made better by Hankins that's, Production. That's a hit. That's a fucking mm-hmm. hit. I mean, I can't even. I can't sit here and pretend to not like that. I just Turn- play that sometimes on general. Turn down your music. Turn down your music is very bad, Sean. It is very bad. And I listen to that, you know, I listen to the production episode a good bit if I'm riding with people who don't know what this is. I'm trying to explain it to them. Turn down your music is That's the representative as bad episode as you, you got. Show people. No, no, I just play the whole production piece thing so they're like, no, it's these poems and then we talk about them. Um, okay. And whenever that that one comes up, I'm like, man, this is this is bad. <laughs> this is this is bad. It's, Turn down music. Poorly. I will say, I will say, is the worst of mine that we've tackled so far. No, I, I thought it was pretty good that. though. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> you are truly the June Diane Raphael of Matt. You need to Creel. You need to get down a. Uh, I loved it. 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 But yeah, it's bad. Um, you know, but Judge Crow has spoken. He passed it. Um, he is the arbiter of value on this podcast. And folks, if we ever find something that he renownedly hates, uh, retail aside, because clearly mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. nobody yeah. came around on that thing. I don't um, think we can. If we find uh... something, no. 
I don't think we can compare. What if it's the same person? What if it's the same person? If Tina Fey did both of these things. Why is Tina Fey always the... By by the way, uh, again, retail was a user, a user, a listener submission. And if you would like to have us, if you have a thick skin and would like to tear and would like us to tackle your your poetry prose or anything else you can email us at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com Hank, I think we something. will keep I think we will keep this pattern rolling for just a little bit um, because we did get a listener submission a little while ago we just you know the holidays and everything kind of threw us off schedule but we're sitting on something um, that that I think is just going to be fun and funny to do um, we're not going to have to do a whole lot of uh, investigation and analysis. It's just going to be straight up funny. And you know what? Sometimes the world needs to laugh. That will be coming your way next time. Especially if you live in Hawaii. This has been Cold Dog. Ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a poet free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. Got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie